0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, Australia.
1: Welcome to My Millennial Money. It's a new year, 2022. If you're new to the podcast, John Pidgeon and I, we're just hanging out uh, and we want to allow you the headspace to start to think about what you want to implement this year, what you want to take out from this year, what you want your year to look like, what type of goals that you might want to have. You might be at the stage where you're like, well, everything's in set from last year. It's all good. I just need to keep on keeping on. Awesome. It might be, I need to have a bloody rest. I need to give up volunteering just for the next few weeks at the local wherever. I need to stop reffing under 12 soccer because it's driving me up the wall, Sharon in the committee there. (laughs) like Whatever that is, we want to read some of the stuff that you've written on Facebook and just have a bit of a chat. And we will read your name. And you ready to get into this John Pigeon from My Millennial Property? Yes, I am. All right. Okay, so I asked in the Facebook group, what is your number one tip or advice for setting new goals for a new year? Hmm.
2: So, Jess Green says, New Year goals depress and overwhelm me. Bang. Wow. A whole year of work and change and growth, question mark. About a one-month goal is more attainable. Having said that, my goal for 2022 is the same as 21. Stress less, not a smart goal though. So. Stress less. Yes, Yeah. So um, just, just explain to the listeners what she means by smart.
1: Oh, yes. So smart goals are specific Measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. I actually, in my book, I'm just going to grab my book. Do you want to read another one? Okay. So, oh, it's here.
2: She has said a little bit more in the next comment. This makes me sound like a loser. I'm actually just a realist. <laughs> so well done, Jess, for being honest. I'm um, such a
1: realist as well.
2: Yeah, and look, I think in. There's a lot of people that may agree with you, Jess, in in the sense of uh, having just a a short-term goal that I can tick off. I know the answer to in a short period of time and then I reassess and look at my next one. So there's part of me that actually agrees with you as well on that one. Um, So I I like to have short as well as longer-term goals, but if you're someone that works better on short-term, then absolutely it's uh, a you-do-you type philosophy when it comes to goal setting.
1: So if you've got the book, Sort Your Money Out and Get Invested, thanks for purchasing that. You can get that anywhere where good books are sold. Page 356, I actually do an example of smart goals, but I actually call my ones smart yo. Mm -hmm. S-M-A-R-T dash Y-O. And I've got an example here. So specific, I wish to save $5,000 for my emergency fund. So we're really like, you know, I want to start an emergency fund. All right, well, let's get specific. What are you saving? measurable. Each month I'll be able to see my savings account increase and progress. So we can actually get some traction. Traction happening. Attainable, if I follow a savings goal of at least one hundred dollars per week, this will be achieved within a year. So we know it's not this mm. save five million dollars in the next ten minutes. Yep. Like it actually has to be happening. It needs to be realistic. After I've completed my budget or spending plan, I've worked out that I need $5,000 to fund my emergency fund and I have $150 per week left over that is to be allocated to my goals or savings.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So there's one there as well. Time bound, I'll complete this within 12 months. Now, so that's your typical SMART goals. I know a lot of you have heard of that and Mm. they teach it everywhere. But I like SMART YO goals. The Y stands for yours. Yep. Like how many times do people do stuff because we've been told by someone else to do it? Yeah, we read something that's not relevant. So this is important to me as a financial foundation before I start investing or saving for a home. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be yours and you need to own it. And the O is order. This is in order as I no longer have consumer debt and I have not started investing as yet. Mm. So there's no real point saying, well, I want to buy an Aston Martin DB9 Mm. because, well, set up your life first and then go buy a 200 grand car. Still got credit card debt or whatever, yeah. I mean, that was extreme. So, yeah, page 356 on the book if you want to um, recap the smart things. Cool. That's good. Anyone else? JP Pearson, not sure
2: who she is, but um, she says, keep accountable to someone else if you can't keep accountable to yourself. So that's a biggie. Yeah, it's a good one. So I, I think in the whole goal setting um, scribe, I think one of the keys is to tell someone anyway to make it accountable and to keep yourself accountable. But that's a good one because a lot a lot of people do generally give up on themselves so to have someone in your ear left or right to just to remind you hang on you you told me you're going to do this and you've you've dropped the ball get back on track
1: yeah or let's do it together
2: yes so you might have
1: a different goal you mean
2: um, but you're keeping each other accountable or you may indeed have the same goal
1: well it, it could be um, you might have a friend or colleague and you, everyone's got different circumstances, but it might be like, well, I want to save for a home deposit, where your friend or colleague might be like, well, I need an emergency fund. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pick an amount or a percentage that we can both do each week. Yeah. So again, we're doing the journey together, not necessarily the same goal. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. And, and, it's a big thing for someone to
2: actually tell someone their goals, because mm. like growing up their their dreams mm. are they as kids, mm. and as adults, it it almost tilts itself to be it's not cool to set a goal mm. or it's just something you don't talk about. So telling someone's really powerful. Joe Elizabeth has combined both of those two together from Jess and J.P it is the smart and also the accountability to someone.
1: Tara has a goal. Um, well, what is your number one tip or advice? Tara says, swim every day in the ocean. Mm. I, w- I heard once there's nothing a bit of salt water and sun won't fix. Oh, it's unbelievable. I've actually it doesn't help a if you live in regional Victoria or New South Wales. Yeah, or, if you're in Broken Hill,
2: you're in trouble. But or, if, um, I've actually had a client who, and you know her, she is doing 10 or 20 uh, sea baths, ocean baths in New South Wales through the next few months as a goal. Wow. Because she knows the power of the salt water and and swimming and gets to travel as well.
1: That's awesome. Shelley D says, just write it down, which is cool. Mm, That is good.
2: Alex Keegan, uh, don't believe that COVID is over in 2022.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, it just goes back to, We've got to be agile and flexible and, you know, it might not be a, well, I'm booking my overseas tickets tomorrow. Mm. Well, we're just going to keep saving up and when the coast is clear or when it's safe or we're comfortable or whatever, then we pull the trigger.
2: Yeah, and, and for a lot of listeners, you might not be in the Facebook group to see these comments, but in response to that, Jake has said, if you stop watching the news, COVID is over. I had to block them on Facebook as well worth it, less stress from all the COVID BS everywhere, um, which is is a good plan, Jake. Uh, But then Alex in response says, I don't watch the news or listen to the radio, well done, or read it on social media, well done again. Um, But whilst I can't get into my home country because of COVID or border restrictions, it's not over. So it's a real life effect for Alex.
1: and um, Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, tell someone it's BS who's lost their life or a loved one's lost their life. So, yeah, but I get what, um, what they're saying there with, you know, just turn off the noise maybe. Yeah, um, that's right. Emily Lyle, I think that's how I pronounce her name. This is a good one. Set goals, then set review dates. So it could be, you know, I'd said in the, the last episode, like maybe once a week, mm. well, maybe just go, look, I'm going to set this goal and in my calendar, these are the five dates that I'll have an alarm where I'll go back and review because if I review, you know, if I if I want to save $1,000 mm. and I can do $300 a fortnight, well, every fortnight I'm going to go in and review that yes. until I get there. Yeah. Um, and then a small reward for goals achieved. So that's so important, isn't it? Come yeah. up for air, breathe out.
2: Yeah, and and James Clear would say, well, you're associating the, the goal with a reward. Mm. So that's really important, isn't it? Just to to not always be
1: hard on yourself and reward little wins. It'd be cool like, you know how you train dogs where you like use the clicker or the food thing? Like imagine like if you had the the Scooby snacks or whatever they call the <laughs> schmackos and yeah. you, every time you saw a Scooby snack, you would put $50 in an account somewhere. <laughs> yeah, have your own Scooby snacks. Mm. Um, Heather James, fellow Jameser, I don't know her, but what up? Be realistic and set yourself smaller milestone goals along the way to keep yourself motivated and on track. Because this is the whole thing, right? A lot of our goals and aspirations, you know, sure. I've got a goal to, you know, buy a soy latte this afternoon. Sweet. I'll walk down the shop and buy one. Yep. That's cute. But a lot of this stuff, that are big life things, we've got to work towards them and put a plan in place. Hmm. And I wrote down this was a saying that you would hear the commentators say with the Bathurst 1000 race or any marathon. Do you know what it is? It's a long day. It, it is, but <laughs> to finish first, first you have to finish. Yes. So... To save that $30,000 home deposit, mm. well, first we need to get to the... We need that longevity. We need the yeah. 50 savings installments yeah. or whatever that is in your world. Yeah. Like to finish first, first we have to finish. So, let's just worry about consistency day in, day out. Yeah. It's almost like that saying, look after the pennies and the... Pounds. All the pounds themselves. or whatever it is. Yeah. All that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's just focus on... Eating that elephant one bite at a time.
2: Yeah, totally. And, and I've got a mammoth fitness goal to achieve this year and, and if I thought about that every day, the, the actual going through it and completing it, it would deter me from actually completing what,
1: it. Can you share the goal? Uh,
2: yep, 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 I can. Um, eight marathons in eight states in eight days. States slash territories. Hmm. So for now, it's just training and and just getting some miles in the legs to be able to um, put myself in a position 12 weeks out to build it up to be able to complete. Gosh. But thinking about times and what I'm going to wear and, and uh, sort itself travel out. and all yeah. that, that'll happen. Mm. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Oh, I just
1: needed something extra. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Jacqueline, well, good luck and Thanks. hope you can do that. Uh, are you going to get like a medical before, do an ECG or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, take... on, it's on one of the action steps. Is it really? Yeah, yeah totally. The amount of like runners who just... Heart stops.
2: Yeah, and it makes you booked one for a fortnight's time mm. as, as an annual thing anyway. Yeah. So for anyone that's out there, you should get a medical every year, especially
1: if you're my age. Well, I've I've got a blood test to get next week, just the annual thing, yeah. check everything. Totally. Um, Jacqueline Satmaka, Lunar New Year is just as good uh, as a starting time. If the New Year's resolutions became waylaid by summer, school holidays, Australia, public holiday, all the heat, etc. Um, no need to consider that a failure. Instead, um, a minor postponement. You can commit to excel new habits for the lunar new year. And I, we touched on that um, last episode. Like, can you go, well, the year actually starts after the Australia Day long weekend because mm. kids going back to school, We've got routine. Yeah. Because I reckon for me, John, what throws me and makes me spiral into a weird dark place (laughs) is the routine missing. Yeah, I agree. Like It's bloody for me. It was was a tough kind of to have nothing on over the Christmas break. Yeah. But in saying that, you're at home, right?
2: Mm. If you went and sat on a beach for a week, would you have the same
1: feeling? Probably not because I was alone as well mm. for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I realized I'm like, this is not healthy for me to go from talking with people every day through my routine to no. nothing. Yeah. Family were in Queensland. Yeah, you know, I went to other family for Christmas and all that. But yeah, um, yeah I think the routine thing's big. Yeah, and it's important. All these things kind of go together like, you know, imagine this, guys. You're doing your SMART goals. you identifying what type of person you are. Your goal isn't to finish first. The goal is just let's get this done. Yeah, Like all these things compounding together. Mm. Um, yeah,
2: and and the whole... Um, you, and you have you an
1: accountability buddy.
2: Yeah, that, and that's awesome. And I, I think the whole routine thing is interesting. Like mm. you, you hear of so many people that retire, they've got no routine, they get bored or they 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 drop dead or they're stressed out and something there's a massive change in their life and they can't handle it, so they either go back to work or something happens that's um that's massive for them. So that's why that the acronyms like I would choose loot over fire mm. every day of the week. Mm. Like live on your own terms and, and do what you want to do. Um
1: but the routine of, of life needs to continue. Yeah, when I had my financial planning business with pre retiree clients, the discussion five years out, it wasn't like um, all right, we've got to save, we've got to save. It's like, hey, what are you gonna do when you stop working? Like you need to start golf now. Yeah. Like you need yeah. to, you know, you, because we're this is so dumb, right? <laughs> I'm I suffer really bad, I call it nowism. So, I don't even know if the words for it. Or, so when I moved here, I'm like, I'll move there every day. I'll go for a walk on the beach. But the problem is, when the time comes and it's now, yeah. I'm still the dumb Glenn with Same the bad business. habits. <laughs> this is it's so annoying. It's like, <laughs> if I only I can get to Christmas and sit on the lounge all week and do nothing. Yeah. Well, that happened last week for me. And I was bored out of my brain Yeah, with nothing to do and a big heap.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and uh, I, I say that all the time. Like, you know, once you understand who you are, mm. you can adapt to any conditions, but mm. no, primarily nothing changes in you itself, really. Mm. Um, like my son... He loves, he craves going to the farm. He's mm. like, oh, I won't be on tech as much, dad, and it'd be great. I'll get out on the motorbikes and whatever. We go to the farm.
1: Yeah, he does do that. But essentially, he's still the kid who wants to look at tech. Yeah, it's, a, it's just, it just goes back to habits and behaviors. And that's why all the success I've had with my own money is just habits and behaviors. Mm. I've had the behavior of not using consumer debt. Yeah, I've had the habit of having an automated system that I don't have to control and the habit just, it sorts itself out. Yeah, like, so yeah, there's this underlying theme. Lily Rose says, uh, again, do up a smart goal table and plan out and measure your success and reevaluate if you need to. Also do a picture concept board to remind you what the end goal will look like and the joy of reaching that goal, what that will bring.
2: Tegan Eady, well, we've met your request, Tegan. Can you throw these into an episode, please? I'm too lazy to read them and keep coming back for updates. So, Tegan,
1: if you're listening, this is it. We're living it, Tegan. When a savvy, include a few small and a few big. Put them somewhere obvious. My annual goals are my background on my phone and my long-term goals are my lock screen. That's cool. Yeah, it's an interesting one, that. What do you think about that? I like the idea. Um, I've done it for different things as well. Um, I I think it just goes back to if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter what we think because if it works for Wenner. Totally. Yeah, and, and
2: well done if it does. Mm. I look at the – my lock screen is my dog, mm. but n- – I only know that because someone made me aware of it the other day Be- because I've had it there that long. It's just... Right. What's my look screen? Oops.
1: Oh, it's the photo of the Remarkables in New Zealand that I took. Right.
2: So, the yeah. Maybe if it's words,
1: you're looking at it more, don't know. But, mm. yeah, if it works for you. Well, well it's just that affirmation thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's great. Sarah Questru, hope I pronounced that correctly. Break goals into smaller steps of what you need to do to achieve them. Have planned date of completion. But remember, it's also okay if goals change, adjust
1: them accordingly. Daniel Inglis, um, he said don't set new goals, uh, which is fine. But also, I think um, Brittany Lee, she followed and said, I'd say don't. I generally like to set a vibe and intention for the year as things to focus on but not set rules. Next year, it's just wealth. I want to feel wealthy in my family by being healthy and hopefully growing our family. I want to feel wealth in my income and find ways to increase our savings and our ability to be generous with our wealth. I want to personally embody what wealth feels like to me Be by being surrounded by nice things, luxury products and things that make me feel so good. Therefore, attracting more things that do the same. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I am I do like that to a point. Yeah. I think sometimes for some periods in our life and, you know, we go and we talk about, you know, the that uni lecturer and doing the big rocks, like, you know, you got your house. That's the big thing, like or I've built my career, I've got through uni. So there are times where I think we need some very strategic tactile things. Mm. But sure, if you're established and you don't want for anything, it might be your thing just to vibe it out. Like this year, I just want to focus on the vibe of being wealthy. Yeah, And that might be wealthy with my time to friends and family, wealthy with my hospitality. Yes.
2: Yeah, it Um, comes
1: in more forms, doesn't it? One thing I like to, because I'm, you know, those influencers that, and I don't care what anyone does, but I certainly don't do it, like that track their net worth and, you know, um, oh, I've got this much money and all this stuff. I mean, that's fine. You can do what you want publicly. I sometimes think what would it look like at the end of this year for me financially, for me to have financial success, So, my question is, if you are like Brittany and you don't really want to set some actual rules, because we always need to do, you know, the me of tomorrow a favor today. So, even, you know, can you set something up? So, at least at the end of the year, categorically, we know we're in a better position financially. could be extra mortgage repayment. It could be extra super contributions, you know, 75% of you don't have any consumer debt, which is awesome. For some of you who it might be, well, by the end of this year, I want to change the habits so I'm not in any consumer debt and I'm on my way out. Yeah. So, I like to look at snapshots. So, and providing, you know, we have got those big rocks in place without getting into this goal mode and, you know, war mode because you've got to live, right? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I actually... I like the, the style of that, but my challenge would always be, you know, don't get so wealthy with giving your money away yeah. that you haven't looked after you because it's about balance, right? Yeah,
2: that's right. And, and if you're not if, – if you're standing still, you're basically going backwards, aren't you? You've got to be looking at continually improving all areas of your life.
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, if we dig down on that standing still – you might mean we're not saving. So, for example, like 2022, this is the year where we're going to start a family. I'll make something up. Yep. Uh, We know kids are expensive. We're pretty much not going to save any money, but we're going to guarantee that we're not going into debt. Yeah. We're going to start the family. So, while we've stood still with the hard- Finances. Hard dollar side. Yep. We've progressed with the soft- Dollar side,
2: correct? Yeah, and you—you've got to appreciate that you have mm. taken action and moved forward in that area of mm. your life, but in the other area, you—you're you, actually comfortable that you haven't saved twenty thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, and I would probably say, you know, you want to get to the point where you've got some self-reflection, and even now, if we pause and look back, oh, I, I'll even just say financially last year, okay, you might have hit a goal, and you—you're out of debt. So, you've got excess money and you're living a good life. Sure, we want to celebrate that you're out of debt and maybe go out and have some nice dinners and have people around, Mm. but you don't want to be in that treading water because, okay, well, let's pull the reins back in a bit and let's get serious again about building our wealth for the us of tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. So, a lot of this stuff is self-reflection. Like, And before we press record today, John and I were talking about, you know, the- the podcast business that I operate here, like I think there was probably three years where I didn't draw a salary. So, while I was going backwards financially, I was building something mm. and, you know, end of last year, this year, it's like right now, Glenn needs to get back on track. He's built this yeah, and now it's moved forward. So, I, I'd want to just encourage anyone just to pause and reflect the last couple of years on balance. Did you go backwards? Mm. Did you go forwards or did you tread water? Either is fine because we're here now, it's the start of a new year. Yeah. But do you, what do you want this year to be like? Are we making up lost ground because we were building a business? Yeah. Are we making up lost ground because we were unemployed due to COVID, no fault of our own? Mm. Are we making up lost ground because we weren't focused?
2: Yeah, that's right. It's almost like a a SWOT analysis on your own life, isn't Mm. it? And saying, well, what worked, what didn't work? Now, what are we doing going forward and and just uh, taking action through goals and habits?
0: We'll take a quick break and we'll be back and read some more of your responses.
1: write them down and review your progress monthly. So again, just that simple, identify, write it down, review. And then I'll probably say, can you add the accountability partner in? Can you make it simple? Can you make it um, tangible? Can you make it obvious? Mm. Um, And this is so funny, John, like I was talking to someone yesterday and we're both saying how, you know, a lot of this stuff, we re, we do a goals episode every year. We talk about how to get it debt. We talk about how to buy a new home. We talk about there's only like a handful of financial topics, right, that we can cover. Yeah. And that's why like on our Thursday episode, we usually do a deep dive and maybe interview somebody about a certain topic, do a mortgage broker. We go deep. But the Tuesday show is this... Um, bread and butter, personal finance, kind of a handful of the same questions said and written in 15 different ways. Yes. And I i said to Alex, I'm like, I really am encouraged by the simplistic nature of all this stuff because we're not above this. No. And I need the personal accountability to you, our audience. Yeah, correct. And we as individuals still need to
2: continue to check in on mm. the basics.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just fascinating. So, yeah, I I just think win some, pick a few goals, write them down and review monthly. Nicole Taylor says, review income and expenses regularly. One, to see if your spending is in line with where you want it to be or planned for. Two, update it if anything has changed. But three, then at least you know where things stand and what is realistic um, to move forward with no point setting a goal to save $20,000 in a year unless you have a spare $384.62 spare every week. So <laughs> that, 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 that's the same as the smart thing. It's like yeah. it needs to be attainable, that's it needs right. to be realistic and then I would say it needs to be yours and in order. So we're not saving the $20,000 a week to be at our emergency fund yeah. if we've got $20,000 worth of debt over here. No, no, that's well addressed. So, on you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Karen Robin says, don't wait until the new year. Do it as soon as you think of it, uh, which, again, you can start a new goal whenever you want. Mm. But this time of the year, a lot of us have spent time thinking and on the lounge and drinking. Uh, drinking and all that stuff. So, how can you use this time to press reset? And, again, we know the data says that 8% of people achieve their goals. That's from Scranton University.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and I might add to that. I spoke to a lot of the listeners last year via clarity calls most of them and and what really stuck out to me was how much pressure people put on themselves as individuals and or perceived pressure that they're putting on themselves in their life financially. It's like, "Well, I I feel as though I should be more advanced than I am because I'm 24 and I haven't bought a house or whatever that might be." Like just you've got to take ownership over your own situation and and just really stay on the train line to your goals and, and not compare yourself to anyone else or what anyone else is doing. Be motivated by what they're doing, absolutely, but never
1: compare. Comparison is the? Thief of a joy. Thief, thief of a joy. joy. Sorry, I just got a text message from mum. Dad went to the hospital today at Wyong. Uh, they think he's got COVID. <laughs> oh. Have you been in contact with dad? No, well, they they were in Queensland and oh. he came back from work. I, I didn't see him at Christmas.
2: Oh. Anyway,
1: sorry, but he's fine, everyone. Um, well done. And I'm just like, does he need anything? Um, but what I the only reason I picked up my phone was to open Instagram because I put a couple of questions up in our Instagram account, My Millennial Money. So, John, I asked... Um, Have you legitimately set and achieved a goal in the last 12 months? 68% of people said yes. 32% said no, which is kind of cool because I would expect our community who listen to the podcast to be dialed in. Yep. And then I said, if yes, what did you do? And then I said, congratulations. So I'll just read some of these ones from you on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Rach said she saved $20,000. Well done, Rach. Girls That Invest, uh, our friends in New Zealand. Uh, Sim, she bought a home, set the goal to achieve it in two years and did it in one year. Oh, well that's, done. Seriously, that's, um, that's not uncommon to no. have a goal, get intentional and smash it out. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, I'd be interested to speak to them to see whether they thought they, they just did smash it out in and, mm. and record time or they set the goal too lightly. Because mm. that's I, – I don't mind that setting the goal too lightly because you get that feeling of su- um, su- succeeding.
1: Let me do one thing live and it's the end of the episode so I can do it. I'm going to message Sim. I'm going to send her a, a voice message. Hey, Sim, it's Glenn. Hey, I just saw your goal of buying the house – Within one year, when you had the goal of two years, what do you think the key was uh, for you to achieve it? Did you set the goal too low and you smashed it out, or did something happen? Um, And if you reply back, I might read out your audio message on the podcast. All right, just check that that's working. Hey, Sam, it's Glenn. All right. So she replies in the next 10 minutes. I will. um... But yeah, I, I just. There was someone in the Facebook group the other day. They said, oh, I want to save $3,000 over the next three months. Yep. And I'm like, okay, can you make it $3,500? Like, can you just... Because a lot of the time, and this is what I found, we can often have savings, and if we're in a fortunate enough position, to have savings without a sacrifice. So, like, yes. you know, you do the Glen James spending plan and you yep. get, and it says, spit out, there you go, I've got $100 a week spare. Yeah. So, sure, I can save $400 over a four-week period, easy. But what if you turned it up and said, no, I'm going to now sacrifice. So, I'm now going to do that or I'm going to take my lunch to work three days a week mm. and grab an extra $50 from there. Yeah. So, the question is, with your goals, are you doing it just based on autopilot mm. and it ain't no thing mm. or do you want to turn it up and punch it and sacrifice?
2: Yeah, a lot of personality comes into that, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not the can sacrifice. I, can I handle that? Or does it stress me out and I lose focus altogether or do I get rewarded by that? Because a lot of the success and the glory is in the sacrifice that we have made.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just that sacrifice to win, you know. Mm. All right, I'm going to read some more here, peeps. Bronte McPherson. Hey, Bronte. She's a friend of the Instagram and podcast. Paid off the credit card. That's so good. Emma Kate, finished my degree. Lucy, Beatnik. The Instagram handles are a bit hard to read sometimes. (laughs) Hit my boy saving deposit goal and my investment goal. That's cool. Pedal, eat, repeat. Must be a cycler. Refused parents financial help for the first time. I wanted that pride of myself of, I wanted the pride myself of working hard. That's cool. Lauren Salvestro, first investment property. Alini Creative, my partner and I bought our first home. Congratulations. Betty Bobkins bought a second property and changed industries. That's cool. Daisy Mackey, sorry, I'm just paid off landscaping debt. A $20,000 loan from Papa Bear. Thanks, dad. Amy Papadreas, Papandreas, sorry again. I should just do a blanket apology for the start of 2022. Yeah, Glenn sorry. James, I'm just sorry. Sorry that's, for everything. Yeah, that's my blanket apology. Um, bought a new unit and got a new job with a $25,000 pay increase. Summer Mama said new job. Uh, l Haddock said, "Paid off my student loan." Amy Shea said, "Reached thirty-seven thousand dollars saved for loan deposit." But the market creases means gold needs to increase in twenty twenty two. That's okay. So I just want to stop there. We're we're going to do a, an episode. Someone requested a, a podcast episode um, about buying multiple investment properties. Yes, it went off its tree, didn't it? And so, we're going to do one. Uh, If all things are being equal, we'll record it next week and get it up. Now, we'll go deep and Vince Scully is going to come up to my house and John will be here and we'll do an episode. I just want to say a couple of things. Just with the market going out of control, if you actually crunch the numbers, it might not be as unobtainable as you think. And I guess what I'm saying is, John... A 10% increase in property prices in your area, mm-hmm. it might not increase the amount that you need to save extra for the deposit. You know what I mean? Like I just don't know if it's the biggest showstopper as we think in our mind.
2: No. Well, a 10% increase only increases your deposit by 2%.
1: Yeah. Essentially. As so- a, As a rough guide. And, and we will cover this, you know, people buying more and more investment properties- um, it's pushing other people out of the market. I'm I need you to think bigger than that. If you want a home, you can get one. It's a sacrifice. Yeah.
2: Well, and and news f- for people on that, almost 70% of homeowners or, or all homes that are owned in Australia are owned by owner-occupiers. Mm. So, investors have some impact, but not the major impact Mm. and they're buying areas that are or or asset types that are are not traditionally
1: Mm. where we're living. So I just want you to think a little bit bigger and just, and I know it's not all of you, but there will be some of you out there, we have to get rid of that mindset of just because I can't have something, you shouldn't have it too.
2: Mm. That's
1: all I'm going to say. I love yeah. you all.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good, uh, that's um, a good point.
1: Um, but also happy to be wrong on everything. But I've said my blanket apology for the year. Well, it's, yeah, it's not right or wrong. It's just someone's belief. Yeah, and we've all got different beliefs. Mm. And mine, are, I've probably got a lot that are wrong. Holy Dole House, get a better job. Uh, she got a better paying stable job. It's easy to do these on Instagram because they're more succinct. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's um, uh, Cornerstone, got into my dream job in tech. Mona Jerry, moved interstate. Alexis Dask, bought our first home. Well, it was an apartment. Um, Gashby, paid off my credit card. Awesome. Chuni said, started investing. Mm. Oh. Sim. Oh, here, so, here we go. Hi, Glenn. I basically put, I would say, like a realistic goal of how it would go, like how much I would need to save by spending less and um, earning. And what happened was. I kind of gamified it and would every week try and spend even less, like less than the next week, less than the week after. Um, and then my income increased as well with like my side hustles and some e-commerce
0: brands that I was doing. One of them really took off. Um, and so I, yeah, smashed it out a little bit earlier.
1: Well, there, there you go. go. Well done. So that's seen a few things. Um, they've got a cool uh, Instagram account called Girls That Invest and have also got a podcast by the same name.
2: Right. Oh, is that Sim from Girls That Invest? Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. Um, there you go. Well done. Yeah, so from New Zealand. Um, so there we have it. But I mean, lots there. And then I asked, if yes, again, what tips do you have to encourage others? Okay, Rach, again, set a time frame. What do you need to do monthly, weekly, daily to get there? Commit to it. That's often the whole thing, isn't it? It's mm. like, commit to it. I'm a bit scared of the C word <laughs> commitment. <laughs> in what field? I think,
2: yeah, it, it again comes back to personality, like in reflection, as you mentioned before. Like you can be sitting here saying, "I didn't commit to goals last year," or you can c- be looking at it critically, speaking, saying, "I was, uh, I didn't achieve enough
1: last year." Like mm. it depends on which angle you're coming from, doesn't it? Yeah, and don't be so hard on yourself, Nathan Nine. T2 said, uh, listen to M3, remove the emotion from your money habits, get forensic, keep yourself accountable, use back. eat club apps, get unbiased third party involved uh, for your goals and pay for expert advice. See, that's awesome. Like yeah. maybe it is like if you wanted to buy an investment property this year, you evil capitalist pigs, <laughs> maybe it is a clarity call with John just to get the ball rolling. It's like, hey, John, these are what I'm thinking. What do you think? And John might go, mm yeah, well, what about this thing in the corner? And you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't really see that because I'm ignoring it. Mm. And it's a third party saying, bloody address that first, then we'll go and buy the hound. Yeah, the the good thing about the third party is they don't take offense to it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Michael D96, have people around you to pick up um, you up on the days you don't feel like it. Alina Creative said, listen to my millennial money and my millennial property to help stay motivated. Gosh, there's so many. Start small and be kind to yourself, Neely. Uh, Caddy1596 said, $20 is still a growth even if it's not exciting as uh, $2,000. So celebrate the small wins. I can't agree with that enough. And that um, going back
2: one, starting small is really important too, I think. Um, Especially if you've had history
1: of not reaching goals. Yeah. Bron Voyage said, start small. If it's time-based, something that's only a few minutes. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And Um, that's uh, our mate James Clear talks about that. She said, change is hard. One at a time is more successful than trying um, three to four things at once. Mm. Um, She read the book. Stephen Terrence or Steph Terrence, persistence is key. My name is Carmel said... There's a lot to be said for taking small steps and celebrating the wins. Peachy F, tell your goal, tell people your goal so they can keep you accountable, take small steps every day, set small goals, Catherine says. A few common themes. Yeah, there is. Consistency's key, always write it down and revisit it. I I reckon like so we, I think the last episode we talked about Instead of so, my biggest thing, right, is I'm impulsive. Yes, and you're not supposed to agree. (laughs) Uh, No, I agree. Yeah, I'm. If you are a little bit impulsive like me, I'm probably more of a a fan of doing that. Well, let's not do anything for the next couple of weeks. Let's let's go. We're starting our hard launch the first Monday after Australia Day or whatever. And I want you to spend the next few months working out what your goal is, yeah, rather than being impulsive and committing this energy to do this thing over the next three weeks, yeah where in three weeks you've worked out that oh, no, I didn't really want that yeah, comes come back to the personality thing, like and and some
2: some don't work well to a system either, mm. like you personally, could you run a franchise, Hmm no
1: i don't know i kind of do my millennial yeah but you created it yeah so if if mcdonald said oh uh, Nah no, no i get stuffed yeah yeah i'll make burgers my own way thanks correct so understand the personality mm. to set the zoe marie one two three be committed or there's no point write down the goal and a list of things that you need to achieve and put it in notes break it down into small chunks you know little increments Take it day by day, Kimberly Martin. Sole parent wealth, don't make excuses for yourself.
2: Oh,
1: we're so good at making excuses. Yeah, we are.
2: But I I wrestle with that like I'm my biggest critic is me, there's no doubt mm. about that, but wrestle with personalities that aren't shaped that way mm. and are either not hard enough on themselves or too hard on themselves. Mm. So it's getting the balance and you've just that look in the mirror to say, well, am I realistic here? Am
1: I too hard or not hard enough? What do I need to change? And Faz says, make sure it's something you actually want. She says, look at them regularly. I mean, there's just so many here. Be realistic and work out how to make it happen. Make mistakes and learn. Here's one, John, I know. I've just made it up. One thing that we, and I'm working on a project that I'll explain at a later date, but one thing that we need to really understand is and get comfortable with. Do you know what that is? Ourselves? Mm, no. I'll give you two more guesses. It's an action that we need to do.
2: No, too late in the day.
1: Okay. We need to start to get comfortable with understanding and taking risks. Yes. So, you've all heard of the BHAG, Big Hairy Audacious Goal, BHAG. They have now. They have now. (laughs) So, I want to challenge you in finishing up because we do have to go. What's something that scares you that you want to do? Are you directing that at me? No, I'm just, I'm I'm (laughs) leaving. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Um, I'm leaving room for Mm. people to think about. Yeah. And I'll say it again so you can have a think. What's something that scares you that you want to do? Mm.
2: Yeah, no, it's very good. Like there's, yeah. Do you get anything that springs to mind? Yeah, I do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For those who can't do teach, so shut up. Fair enough. Um, I get real bad exam fatigue. Uh, Fatigue, anxiety, anxiety. Exam? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's common though. Yeah, but mine's all right, really bad. Really? So much so I was like, I won't even do the course, don't care enough. Yeah. Like I want to get my pilot's license. I've been saying it for years, but no, don't want to do the tests and all that.
2: What about, is it the the thought of being put on the spot right there? Yeah. As in practical or theory, doesn't matter. Bit of both. Someone assessing you.
1: Mm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, you don't look at what to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's another (laughs) theme here.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, That's awesome. Well mm. done to anyone who put their time into sharing their goals with us or, or the methods for achieving goals.
1: All right. There are so many here. Maybe we need to somehow get these out to everyone. Can you see all these? Yeah, there's a lot. Like there'd be hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, it's a common topic, isn't it? It really is, John. It really is. Yes. <laughs> As with most things we discuss here. Exactly. All right, peeps. Well, I think we've hit the end of the road. But um, on that down note, um, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And if you are new to our world this year, um, if you want to get a little bit more involved, you can join our Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram. You can check out some of the online courses that we do. And the website is education.mymillennial.money. There's a spending plan there. There's the First Home Buyers course. We'll put a link in the show note to John's online courses. And of course, thank you to those who have purchased the book, Sort Your Money Out and Get Invested. Uh, I never thought I could say that um, I've had a number one book in Australia. It's amazing. is it number one. All categories. It was for a, a week there or so. Was it? Yep. Wow. So there you go yeah. Scotty so yeah thank you so much for those who have purchased sort your money out and get invested and um, mm. thanks for leaving a review on um, you know Amazon or Booktopia wherever you got it. it just means a lot for me to read your encouragement and yeah ride another one yeah mm. alright All right. thanks Very peeps
0: good. bye bye This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Cyber Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of MoneySherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license four five one two eight nine.